Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, a couple of weeks ago, during uh, or right before the WEF uh, meeting, we had uh, Kevin Roberts on. He's from the Heritage Foundation. He's the president of Heritage. And he was going over. He, they invited him to go over. And he pretty much read them the riot act. I mean, it was a ballsy, ballsy move. And really, I mean, every line I cheered. Uh, I'd like to hear the reaction to the speech from him and uh, and some other questions about the WEF. But also yesterday, Mayorkas failed to, or Mayorkas uh, is standing tall because the GOP failed to impeach him. How is that even possible? Now, the Senate Republicans... Uh, held uh, the door back and uh, and barred the door of any kind of immigration reform. We're looking for a securing of the border, not immigration reform. I think this is a giant setup from the White House myself to try to place the blame on all of this on Donald Trump, but it's not going to work. Uh, McConnell, now there's a push to get rid of him, thank God. And Ronna McDaniel is out at the GOP. Who should replace McConnell? We get the same crap, or is there a chance we get something better? And who is the replacement for Ronna McDaniel at the GOP? We go there in 60 seconds. Stand by. We begin with Kevin Roberts. Our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. If you've ever taken just a handful of, uh, you know, your kibble food, you feed your dog and smell it. I mean, it. It's awful. What you're smelling is dead food. This stuff gets sterilized so it can sit on the shelf in the store or in your garage for very long periods of time. That doesn't make a lot of sense for your dog because all of the nutrients have been cooked out at very high temperatures. Now, I'm not suggesting you change your dog food. I am suggesting you try giving uh, uh, your dog something different, rough greens, on top of whatever it is you're feeding your dog. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the dog's food. Brown food is dead food, remember. You want the green stuff. Oh, my gosh. Every time I say that, I think of my wife. Have a salad. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Rough Greens would like to send you the first trial bag free just to make sure your dog likes it. All you pay for is shipping. Call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Kevin, what a fantastic job uh, at the uh, World Heritage or the uh, World Economic Forum. Can you tell me what the reaction was in the room? Yeah, Glenn, great to be with you. So it was, it was of course, such a, a lion's den. But from the stage, I'm looking out, obviously, at the room. And the best reaction, at least from my vantage point, was when I talked about the problem of, of China. And I said, look, you know, you, you guys not only don't recognize the Chinese Communist Party as the number one adversary to free people on the planet, you actually gave them a platform. You had CCP officials talking here. Well, <laughs> this one guy in the front row, Glenn, European dude with skinny jeans just had a meltdown. I mean, he literally almost <laughs> fell out of his chair. And so it, it was almost so distracting. I lost my train of thought. But then <laughs> this is the second of two great reactions. I moved on to my point about climate change and how they 
how climate alarmism has become the number one cause for mental health crisis around the world, which, by the way, I kind of made up on the spot. But I think think it's it's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. And especially among younger, uh, younger people. And like the the back two thirds of the room, every person in that seat looked at me like I had just landed from Mars. And that's when I realized, oh, I'm doing what I told Glenn I would do, which is tell the truth. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing that, you know, you got out of there. You know, good thing you weren't on any uh, rooftop uh, restaurants. But anyway, um, uh, when you were when you were there and this is something I thought of recently that their goal was to rebuild trust. And I think I'm seeing I'm seeing this differently. They don't care about our trust. They care about the trust among the elites because some of the elites are starting to say, I don't know. Maybe we should slow down. People are starting to rise up against us. And it's an ele- a huge election year, biggest in, in global history. And they're saying, basically, I think, stick together, trust the plan, and it'll all be fine. Do you think that's out in space or is that right? No, I think you're entirely right. In fact, that's I wasn't exactly sure what they meant as I was going over there about rebuilding trust. I knew what I was going to say. But after reflecting on it and having some conversations while on the ground, I realized that's what they mean by rebuilding trust. Trust the plan. And and where that began to kind of crystallize in my mind was in Jamie, when Jamie Dimon did that, that interview on CNBC. And, and he said, look, you know, we, we shouldn't talk so ill of MAGA people. And, you know, some people celebrated that. Well, that's just part of the ruse, right? It, it's, it's an attempt to, to draw us in. And I know that that was their agenda in inviting me, which was to say, you know, let's get yes. this guy who leads this conservative think tank, which is respected on the center right. Folks on the left, you know, don't like heritage with good reason. But we disagree. And let's see if we can get him to come here and say, yeah, let's let's work toward rebuilding trust. And then they could have twisted that to say, oh, you know, heritage is saying let's trust the plan. Obviously, mm. I, I think I succeeded in blowing that up. But let me just. Tell oh, you yeah, I think you quick point. <laughs> yeah, they, I think you they did. Were, they were sh- they were shocked that I came on so strong because they expected me to sort of salute, maybe make some mildly critical comments and move on. So yesterday we found out or a couple of days ago about the Amazon files where the, the white house was literally telling Amazon to ban books and suppress uh, books. So people couldn't find them today. The uh, post is reporting uh, on a white house project. It's an AI project known as track F uh, and some of the uh, emails that have now been exposed, uh, it's scientists going back and forth on this project funded by the White House that say Americans can't tell fact from fiction online and that conservatives and veterans are even more susceptible than the public at large. So I guess we know what this AI system will do once it is developed by the White House and then given to social media platforms. Yeah, this is the mechanism to bring us fully into George Orwell's world, right? You remember being in school and reading that that book. I remember telling yes. my, 1984 and telling my my uh, my teacher, I said, you know, this is this is laughable. I mean, it's a good book, but this will never happen. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, it's it's yeah. happening. It's even worse, actually. And and but to this this point about AI, it isn't just because I am a traditional conservative and therefore very not trusting of, of new technological developments that I've, I've cautioned against AI, but particularly in the hands of government and especially in the hands of this administration, 
we need to realize this isn't some annoyance. This is something that's directly aimed at you and me and your audience, and we have to stop it in its tracks before it, it gets a wider implementation. Kevin, how do we wake more people up to this? I mean, it is so clear if people would just look at the news and divorce themselves from political parties. It is so clear what is coming our way quickly. How do we wake more people up? Well, it it sounds trite, maybe even patronizing, because I'm going to include the importance of your show. And I, but you know that I mean that genuinely, because I am just a you know I'm a working class dude who wears a suit in D.C. each day. People listen to your show. They some of them follow Heritage. There are many other great shows and organizations. The point is pointing to something that happened yesterday. We collectively, the big royal we, killed the border non-security yes. part of that bill. And and what I have been saying for the last 24 hours, Glenn, to friends around the country is, guys, this is an example of the good things that happen when we wake up. But what we, what we have to avoid doing in this case, because it's so typical of conservatives, in the rare times we get a policy win, we then pat ourselves on the back. But more importantly, we go back yeah. to important things to us, like friends and family and business. Uh-huh. We have to stay engaged. Yes. And we have to have a great skepticism against this usage of AI by the government. So we have a chance to get rid of McConnell. I don't know how you feel about McConnell, but uh, I think he's got to go. And that the power of uh, the head of the Senate to be able to have all the purse strings for GOP senators is crazy. Um, but uh, is there a chance that McConnell is gone because of this? And if so, who should replace him or who do you think will? Yeah, there there is a chance. And, and just so you and your audience know, uh, Mitch McConnell and I, I guess, you know, we're on like professional speaking terms, but I've been saying publicly that it was time for him to go. I do wish him a long and healthy and, and, and relaxing retirement on the yep. personal side. But politically, he's the icon of everything that's wrong in Washington, because what's wrong yes. in Washington, and it's connected to the World Economic Forum, as you know, is that these people decide, just a handful of people, they're going to tell yep. us what's best for us. And they demand that we eat it. And so I'll tell you a real quick story. A couple of Decembers ago, I was invited to the Senate steering lunch by our mutual friend, Senator Mike Lee. And it was to explain why it was a bad idea once again to spend the people's money in one of these end-of-year omnibus bills because there isn't accountability to the money. We're spending money we don't have. He gave me a death glare. Afterwards, Mm -hmm. to his credit, he was willing to speak to me. He said, Kevin, I don't understand the disconnect between what we're trying to do and, and Heritage's opposition. And I said, Senator McConnell, it just shows, I said, I actually don't mean this as sarcastically as it sounds. It, it, it just shows how much of a bubble you and your leadership team live in. So I actually think this defeat yesterday of this bill shows that there is, politically speaking, blood in the water, that his leadership is really weakened. And I was I, I believe sometime this year, maybe sooner than later, there will be an announcement that he's retiring. And thankfully, as you know, there are a number of good potential replacements who would fix the problem. It would be great. It would be great. Um, let me um, let me talk to you kind of on this in the same realm here of uh, constantly coming under attack, um, you know, our freedom of speech and everything else. They have gone off after this president. And we've been saying, look, if they'll do it to the president, they'll do it to you. Then they go after Elon Musk. 
I mean, they are bound and determined to get him out as well. If they're doing it to the richest man in the world, they'll do it to you. Now, yesterday, we were talking on the air about groups that are suing the effective attorney generals, all of them Republicans, uh, filing ethics complaints uh, against them, and then also targeting any attorney that files anything to push back on this administration. We are losing the the good attorneys, and I know I personally have lost the best firm on freedom of speech because of who I am. I, I had them for years, uh, and now, no, because they have Google and everybody else, and I think they received uh, all kinds of heat. Um, we're losing the ability to have good attorneys. Is anyone thinking about... Uh, uh, a, a conservative firm or a or a fund that we could all fund to hire the best attorneys that are free of the the WEF swamp kind of stuff. Let me just underscore what a massive problem this is. The the, the example that you used regarding yourself, the the example of these people. Uh, attacking these effective attorneys general because they're standing up to the administrative state. And we at Heritage encounter that same problem, but especially as, as we develop this presidential transition project we've discussed, Project 2025. On that point, we've had a difficult time getting attorneys to participate and also say that they can be named publicly. So it, it speaks to the reality that there's been not just a, a well, there's been a chilling effect on this, but to the solution, which, you know, I'd, I'd like to spend my time on the solution. So there are a couple of newer boutique firms, so smaller law firms that are, are composed of conservatives here in D.C., Heritage and some other conservative groups are able to use them. But the key thing, Glenn, is that we also have to get control over at least a few of the law schools, because what concerns me is not just the difficulty of the present situation. Yes. But the, the, the difficulty that the same kind of thing has happened in law schools where very bright, objective, but conservatively minded law students have to remain silent and their ability to move up the ladder from law school to clerkships to professional work full time is really endangered. So like so many things in America, it goes back to institutions. We have to be able to either start or reclaim some of those law schools. Otherwise, this is going to be a generation-long problem that only gets worse. Well, let us know if you come across anything that can uh, can help, because I think this audience understands what we're facing. I mean, they are, they're using the criminal, whether they get a conviction or not, they're using the criminal justice system now, and they're going to, they already are using it against uh, the average, the average person, if you're, you know, pro-life or whatever. And if you can't get a good attorney, you're toast. If you're, God forbid, you're tried in the District of Columbia or New York. You, you, you're, you're totally toast. And I, and I should have mentioned, too, because you referenced that this question, in addition to these problems we've discussed, uh, a, sort of a legal defense fund. And we have started building that for people we've solicited to be part of Project 2025, because what we were hearing from them to your point about the lack of, of uh, representation is, Kevin, I'm willing to go into the next administration and work in an area of, of competence, professional competence, but I, you know, I'm likely to get sued, and, including on the personal side, in addition to my professional duties. And so, although it's in the preliminary stage, we're, we've put this together, 
sometime in the near future, I'll, I'll send you a note and let you know when we can share more details. But I mentioned that today, even though it's preliminary, Glenn, to give people hope that the conservative movement isn't just asking people to, to pick up where they live for a couple years or four years and come serve in the next administration. But we also have to remember that we have to have one another's backs. It's one of the, the big missing pieces of this movement, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm really gratified that some smart people you and I both know are part of this effort to defend our friends. Kevin Roberts, uh, Heritage Foundation president. Love to have you back to talk about Project 2025, if, if we can help on that at all, because um, I think it's, uh, it's inspiring. It'll give people hope. Thank you so much, it Kevin. It should. God bless you, my friend. Take care. God bless you. You bet. Back in just a minute with uh, more. First, let me tell you about my pillow. You know, it's my job to come on every day and tell you about what's going on in the world. And uh, that could affect sleep. Sure, 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 sure. When I talk to you about my pillow, you end up getting the best sleep ever. So it kind of all balances out in the end. Kind of. Not really. Anyway, you can get 50% off the My Pillow 2.0 or how about 50% off their new flannel sheets? Their six-pack towel sets are going for $29.99 right now. MyPillow appreciates your support, and they love to show it. And the sale isn't going to last forever, so don't wait around to get these amazing deals and so many other deals. And take advantage of their free shipping, especially on the larger items, such as the mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA and on sale for as low as $99.99. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels. Their dog beds, the blankets, and so much more. Promo code BECK. To find the offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, and check out everything I've mentioned and more on sale right now. Remember, promo code BECK, 800-966-3117 for these specials, plus free shipping now at MyPillow.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Um, you know, what we're talking about today, I hope it is becoming more and more clear because it should give you hope, but also give you pause on believing any of the games that are being played in any capital in the West. Um, these are all massive games that are being played prior to the election. And, you know, the reason why I asked uh, Kevin about the um, World, World Economic Forum of Rebuilding Trust they're not trying to rebuild your trust. Okay? They don't care about you. This is honest to God. They don't care about you. So they're not trying to rebuild your trust. That's lost. What they're trying to say is we know you as an elite are panicking right now because you're seeing, you know, the ESG thing start to go down. You're seeing the car companies rebel and you're up for an election and you're seeing people paying more for their gas, more for uh, their food and everything else. And you have to have an election. Trust. Let us reestablish trust amongst each other. Just stick with the plan. Uh, if you haven't heard about the farmers in Europe rising up en masse all over Europe, I don't blame you if you haven't seen much of this because the media is largely ignoring it. Uh, at least here. Do you remember the yellow vest protest in France? It was mm-hmm. nonstop wall to wall coverage. There were live streams every day for what felt like a month. Where's the same attention for the farmers or the people in England or Ireland 
or France or Germany that are standing up against illegal immigration. And that really should give people hope because if Europeans are standing yeah. up against it, yeah. uh, then, you know, maybe maybe there's hope for the world now that we can fight yeah. against this WEF we, nonsense. Yeah, we just have to wake up before the election and everybody yeah. has to stay awake, yep. you know, overseas on the election. Tonight, Blaze TV, my Wednesday night special. I'm going to show you the farmers that are protesting. I'll show you what they're protesting. I'll show you the documents directly from the european commission then i'm going to tie it right directly here we're just a little bit behind europe and the build back better and uh, inflation reduction act is catching up fast you need to be aware of what's happening wednesday night special tonight 9 p.m blaze tv check it out glenn beck you're not a subscriber yet? Well, we'll tell you how to subscribe here in just a second. It's bad enough that we have to rely on China to provide us with the overwhelming majority of our life-saving antibiotic medicines. But what's worse is that ever since the COVID pandemic, the global supply chain is down the toilet. How many different shortages do we have to have before we say, wait a minute, we should be making things here or we should be storing up? You remember the baby food formula, the insulin shortage? Basic antibiotics. Whoever has heard in America of amoxicillin being something you couldn't get a hold of? This is crazy. Jace is here. Jace Medical. J-A-S-E. Medical. They have the Jace case, and it's a place for you to start. It's the uh, pack of, I think it's four or five antibiotics. They treat the host of, you know, bacterial illnesses, most of these things. In case there's an emergency, you can keep it in your home ready for the situation when it occurs. You can also get the vast majority of your vital medications that you take daily, a year's supply of them for your home. JaceMedical.com. JaceMedical.com. Use the promo code PREPARED. Check out my show, Pack Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So, uh, Tucker Carlson is uh, really enjoying himself over in the former Soviet Union. Uh, and uh, I don't know what he's coming back with. I know he's coming back with an interview. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know his spin on it. I know that he is. Um, he's enjoying it. Um and uh, I, I, he wrote to me th- this morning, and I just uh, you know, wrote back, and I said, as he was talking about how different things are over in Russia, and I said, uh, it makes me sad that we all thought we won the Cold War, but we didn't. Um, but still, I would rather fight for the Declaration, Constitution, and Bill of Rights. It is the only way to freedom. We just have to find a way to change the hearts of men. And he said, that's exactly right. And soon, because this is moving very, very fast. I'm anxious to see uh, what he hmm. uh, reported. And you can follow him. Uh, and uh, he, he released a statement, which I thought, did you watch it, Pat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I thought it was really well said and well done. I did, too. Do you agree? You're talking about where he announced he is going to uh, interview Vladimir and, Putin. And why? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we, we have a bit of that. I think it's cut 25. American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they've done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the U.S. enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe and pay for it. Right. That is not journalism. It is government propaganda, propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. At the same time, our politicians and media outlets have been doing this, promoting a foreign leader like he's a new consumer brand, not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. We are not encouraging you to agree with what Putin may say in this interview, but we are urging you to watch it. You should know as much as you can. And then, like a free citizen and not a slave, mm. you can decide for yourself. Yep. Amen. Absolutely amen on that. Anything in there that, because I don't understand, because they are ripping him apart uh, on uh, for this. And, and that's I, fascinating because they themselves have interviewed Putin in the past. I know. And not just Putin. Uh, Saddam Hussein, Osama yes. bin Laden. The list yes. goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. But I guess mm-hmm. it's not appropriate if you're right of this of center, then you you can't interview Vladimir Putin without being an ally of his. It's here's CNN. Here's CNN. Uh, cut seven. A massive shakeup in Kyiv coming as Putin is trying to court the MAGA GOP in the United States. In mm. fact, one of the leaders of the MAGA GOP is in Moscow tonight. It's the man you see here with the MAGA leader, Donald Trump, mm. Tucker Carlson. Possibly there in Moscow to interview Putin. Definitely there as a Putin supporting celebrity. Well, Carlson then what? stood by Putin consistently all the way through. And that is why he can go to Moscow now without any fear of being summarily imprisoned. He's a hero. This was Putin's mouthpiece in the United States. Somebody who had turned a blind eye to the atrocities committed by Putin because they were happening far away. Despicable. That's really interesting. Do you think, I want you to think this through. What is the best way to survive going to Russia if you're on the right be a mouthpiece okay that's one way mm-hmm. uh, don't have dinner at any rooftop restaurants that's <laughs> another way stay away from windows yeah <laughs> stay away mm-hmm. from windows um, but also make sure that everyone in the world knows that you're in Russia mm-hmm. and you're interviewing Vladimir Putin that way if something happens to you the whole world knows it's because he went to Russian Russia and spoke to Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin wouldn't want that publicity. And thus, he can leave safely. Mm-hmm. We do this all the time. We've done this with every single network. Don't tell me 
that you're not allowed to interview uh, dictators. The New York Times fawned over Stalin. They fawned Mm. over uh, Hitler and certainly fawned over Mussolini. So don't tell me we don't do this. Of course we do. And it is there is nothing wrong with getting both sides of the story. Again, we were lectured by our press about hearing the side of the Arab world and what we had done wrong. And many of us listened, understood, and that's why we're not for all of these continual wars. Because there are things we do as a nation that... You know, maybe sometimes we missed or didn't think about as a republic and didn't tell our our leaders, stop this, stop it. Everything that the left is doing is to sell you something. It is not to inform you anymore. It's to sell you an idea, a policy, a war. I'm not here to sell you on anything. I don't ask for your trust. I don't ask for you to trust me on this one. I know I've got some secret information or I'm smarter than you. I'm not smarter than you. And I'm certainly not smarter than the collective that listens. You do your own homework. We are Americans. That's not just our right. That's our responsibility. This is why there's trying so hard to shut Elon Musk down. Uh, It's why they're trying so hard to shut us down and the Daily Wire and anyone else that speaks out and tells you something. I'm not even going to call it the truth, although I believe it is. Anyone who speaks out and says what this administration is doing is wrong, unconstitutional, shouldn't be done, Uh, or it's just bat crap crazy, they need those people to be silent. Yeah. Uh, And they need it because they need the next election. We are so close Mm -hmm. to, um, if if we lose this election, I don't think we survive uh, the next four years. As, As a nation that you recognize, I barely recognize my nation now, but it, it is a, it's quickly becoming a very fascistic nation. And if we don't change course in 2025, I don't think there's a way to change course until it just completely falls apart and is chaos. And who wants that besides the left? There's a massive issue right now with conservative podcasts being uh, squashed because they're being labeled explicit. And so the podcast isn't showing up for people to download with Apple right now. They're doing that. Have they done that to us yet? Yeah. Yeah. They've done that to us. Yes. Uh, we're, I know they're hard to, my- we're trying to get it stopped. We're trying to uh, rectify the situation, but so far it hadn't as of this morning with my show, um, we were talking about this. I, it hadn't been resolved yet. You have an E a black yeah. E. Yeah. So it's unavailable to be seen. To many, unbelievable. Now you are the le- you are the least explicit. <laughs> yes, I mean you make my show look like <laughs> pornography. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh! So yeah, wow. but that's what they're doing to conservatives right now to try to uh, stop our voice. I mean, they're doing. This is why you created the blaze, as we've said a million times. 
But, I mean, we see it every day now. We, we see this effort to silence the right every day. And everything that the Democrats accuse the right of, the censorship, the book banning, everything. I mean, we, we just found that out yesterday with the Amazon files. They're, they're, they're censoring people, uh, books on Amazon, even. The list goes on and on. Everything they're accusing the right of, you know, from election fraud to uh, censorship to book banning, that's what they're doing in virtually every case. They always tell us what they're yes what they're doing. They always we remember we we learned that years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they say that we're religious zealots that just want to force our religion down the throats of of their children. What do you think they're doing with indoctrination camps that are yeah. used to be called schools? Right. They are forcing their religion, their climate religion, their woke religion on our children. They are they are forcing their religion that uh, transgenderism is natural, normal, in fact, the way to live. They're, they're forcing this. That is a religion. No doubt about so it. So when they say we would do that, they're already doing that. Um, you know, all of these things that are taking away your choice, my body, my choice, except when it comes to medication. Mm-hmm. If it's if it is <laughs> anything to do with abortion, you can abort that baby even after birth. But no, 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 not vaccines, not advice from doctors. I mean, you want to talk about book burning. They're taking people that out of our out of our hospitals, nurses, doctors and out of our military, anyone who agrees with MAGA or anyone who just stands up and says, no, I I don't I I have a different opinion. You don't have a right to conscience anymore. I mean, this is who they are. And I, I just don't see how, because I do believe that there are a lot of uh, Democrats that are out in the middle of the country and they don't believe in any of this. They don't believe in, you know, getting rid of meat. They don't believe in getting rid of, you know, uh, the gasoline engine and shutting off our pipelines. You know, they don't, they just don't believe in the transgender, you know, strip club in our schools. But they haven't said anything. And if they don't say anything uh, pretty soon, uh, where it's do we gonna go? It's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. I, I want to share uh, a, a theory that I haven't heard anyone say. And I had this struck me yesterday as I heard the president's, I, I guess, speech uh, where he was just struggling to find a word for almost a minute. Uh, I have a theory on this and I'd mm-hmm. like to, and again, it's a theory, but I'd, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to pass it by you. Cause I, I think you could make a case for this mm-hmm. and we'll go there in just a few minutes. Stand by. First, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this, this half hour. It's relief factor. Maggie lives on a horse ranch in the Ozarks. One of her great joys in life has always been horseback riding. But in recent years, she had to cut back more and more. Eventually, she had to stop riding altogether. Just the back pain of, uh, of riding on a horse. 
Fortunately, she tried Relief Factor, and in a few weeks, the pain she'd been suffering from began to subside, and within a month, she was back in the saddle again, doing what she loves to do best. Maggie got her life back, and so could you. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. I was talking to uh, uh, the engineer here in uh, New Haven, Connecticut, uh, WELI, Fred, and he was talking about his wife started taking it. I said, did it help? And he said, she didn't think so at first, and then she stopped taking it. And within a couple of days, she was like, I think I should take this again. That was that was my, the way I did it. If you don't think it works, take it for three weeks. Then stop taking it. Your body feels different, uh, and you just may not notice because it's a slow, natural kind of uh, change in your body. Daily supplement helps your body fight against the inflammation. 100% drug-free. Order now. It has a feel-better-your-money-back guarantee. So give it a try. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number 4 relief. 800 for relief. It's ReliefFactor.com. Get even more, Glenn. Subscribe to the Glenn Beck Podcast anywhere podcasts are found. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I heard uh, Megan Kelly on it. I'd love to have Megan on uh, as this um, Tucker Carlson interview comes out because Megan, you remember it was 2018 and Megan went to Moscow because everybody was talking about how Donald Trump was just a, a puppet of Putin and they had, uh, you know, uh, thrown the election uh, to Donald Trump because he mm-hmm. was in with them. And mm-hmm. NBC said, let's go talk to Putin. So she went, she did an interview with Putin. Um, and she said, uh, I spent a, a fair amount of time with him. She said we had we met on three separate occasions. And she said one of the first things he said to me, uh, and he knew I was a mother of three children, was how much his mother meant to him and what a close relationship mm-hmm. he had with his mom. She said it was an obvious manipulation. Uh, apparently he did this to George Bush when, you know, I looked into Pootie Poot's mm-hmm. eyes um, and uh, he was talking about how he was baptized in the river there in, you know, in in Russia someplace and that he still wore a cross that his mother gave to him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, he might be one of them that comes up the gate that Jesus doesn't recognize. I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't want to judge him, but he is going to burn the fires of hell. Right. Um, but uh, it, obvious manipulation that he does with people. He's he's KGB. Yeah. And I, I hope yeah. Tucker comes back with a a solid, fair and tough interview. I think he will. But we'll see. I don't it, it's a it's almost a no win situation, though, because I don't think it'll be tough enough for the left and it'll be uh, too tough for others. I it's this is going to be a really tough line to walk for him. If you piss everybody off, you're probably in the right spot. Yeah. Though. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Back with more in just a minute.
Back Program.